Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the FinFans podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank the Dolphins Talk Network for their support. Uh, make sure to check them out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And we're back for another episode of the FinFans Podcast. Uh, today with me, I have Hayden Pomeranz. How are you, Hayden? I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for having me. With us is Louis Rigoni. Hello, Dolphins. Hey, Hayden, how are you? I'm doing good, Lou. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Another week... Another week closer to the football season, right? Yeah, excited absolutely. about it. Baseball season's halfway through, so you know we're getting somewhat close. Fifty-nine right? days is the countdown. Whoa, little less than two months. Yep. But we have preseason in about a month, right? Yeah. Well, the end of July they uh, start training camp. So. Right. When did the first? When's the first exhibition game? When is that? Um, Look at your schedule. That Hall of Fame game, first week in <laughs> August. What are you, wise guy, Mike? Right out yeah, of the gate? I, I don't have to schedule. You're going to be a wise guy, huh? All right. So what do we got? Since well, we don't we know thought, the we, we schedule. thought we talked to Hayden, and uh, since he's new on the program and guesting with us, we uh, wanted to hear his Finn story. How did you become a fan, Hayden? Well, I've been a fan since, since I can remember. Uh, growing up in Florida, father was a season ticket holder. And uh, used to go to the games all the time back in the day when Dan the Man was slinging the rock. And, you know, we got pictures of my brothers and I with Dan Marino and Jason Taylor at Pro Player Stadium at the Marlins games. And ever since that, the rest is history. It's fun stuff, right? Yep. So we've got a GM trying to put together a football team. And uh, how do you think he's done? Well, I think he's done a pretty good job, but my only fear is, uh, I think it's the same fear that a lot of people have is, you know, what's the cap situation going to be like come a year or two from now and got a lot of good, talented football players that are going to be looking to get paid. And I'm just, I'm sitting over here wondering where we're going to get all the money from. Yeah, I think we all are, but you know, that's, that's their problem. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, um, there's no, you know, you're expected to win. You're you're not expected to uh, do anything else, but so they've got to find a way to do it. Yep, that's why they get paid the big bucks. So you've been a fan for as long as you can remember. Uh, what was your favorite moment as a fan? Well, I'd have to say I was present for the Miami Miracle against the Patriots, and that's uh, that's that's got to be up there with some of the greatest. Sports in general, I just probably the greatest moment I've ever had the chance to witness in real life. That was amazing. Pretty cool. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you, you're assuming you're losing a football game, and then on the last play of the game, the, the best thing about that whole play Gronkowski. was Gronkowski trying, yep. to, trying to run hysterical. down, trying to run down our guy. Mm-hmm. That was hysterical. I loved it. Loved every minute of it. That was the best part of the whole play. And I'm pretty sure I'd have to uh, look, but I think that year after that year, the the franchise sent all the season ticket holders um, uh, a poster, pretty much thanking everyone for their support. And I'd have to look in my room, but I'm pretty sure the picture is Gronkowski diving, trying to tackle <laughs> Kenyon Drake. <laughs> Yeah, and I it's just it. like it's unbelievable. I'm like 99% sure. I'm sure some of the guys that comment on the podcast later this week will can confirm, but I'm like 99% sure that's what the picture was. I'm love sure it. it probably was. Love it, love it, love it. Love yeah, it, love was, it, love it. That was a fun time, but for, you know, <laughs> you you'd rather be doing that to get into the playoffs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Took the words right <laughs> out of my mouth and it's it's uh I wish did- I could say one of my greatest moments was, you know, watching them win a big playoff game or hopefully someday winning a Super Bowl. Um, but unfortunately, that's, that's what it is right now. That may have been the year that it did hurt New England in regard to home field advantage. I, I know there was one game that we beat them late in the season that hurt them, and, and it kind of knocked them out of the home field advantage through the playoffs, and they wound up not making it to the Super Bowl. And I, I'm not sure if that was the season it happened or not, but either way, it was, it was a great moment. And, um, you know, anytime we beat the Patriots, especially in that manner, it's, it's a phenomenal thing. Or the Jets or the Bills. <laughs> or the Bills, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Or the Jets. Right. I mean, you know, any team in our division. I mean, we, you know, I don't know if there's any team that I hate more than those three teams in the, in the NFL. I mean, combined. You can combine them all together and there's not... Those three teams in our division, you know, just never a Jet fan, never a Patriot fan, never a Bill fan. Yep. No, nope. I, I think I agree with that statement. But uh, going back to what you were saying, I think uh, the last year, it was Brady's last year as a Patriot. We, uh, yep. we beat them up north with Fitzpatrick. And that, that was the first year of the playoffs that they took away the bye for the second seed. And the Patriots had the host, and they lost to the Titans. Nice. Very, very nice. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> was Tannehill quarterbacking that game? Sure he was. Yeah, he was. He was. Wow. Yeah. Imagine Tannehill, that. Huh? Tannehill won some playoff games, Mike. I mean, he lost in the championship, what, two years in a row, right? Is I that accurate? So. I think so. I'm not positive. I mean, so they had to win a few playoff games prior. Um you know, Tannehill, what were your thoughts on Tannehill while we're on him real quick, Hayden? What were your thoughts on him? You know, I liked him. I, you know, it's funny because I was actually just thinking about this the other day. I I would have liked to see what he could have became with the right coaching staff around him. Like, you know, put him around someone like Mike McDaniel. Like mm-hmm. to see if he could have brought out his talents a little bit more. I mean, the guy was tough son of a gun you got to give him that i mean he went through yes. going back with injuries and he would always he would always suck it up and he'd always be out there you know you'd he have was to, always on the field uh, yeah, yeah absolutely i think when he uh when he first did the partial tear to his acl 
I think him not going in and getting the surgery right. right then and there and going to Germany and doing the whatever that was that he got, I think that may have hurt him a little bit. Because um, mm-hmm. obviously we all know the tail of the tape is, you know, he got that done and then he completely blew it out in training camp, right? Yep. Yep. Um, I think things may have been a little bit different for him if he had just gotten the surgery right off the rip. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, you know, in regard to Tannehill, you know, let's go right into Tua. What are your thoughts on our quarterback now, Mr. Tua? Yeah, I, I like him. You know, he says all the right things. He does all the right things. You couldn't ask for a better team guy, but he's got to stay healthy. He's got to stay healthy. He's got to stay on the field. I think we obviously saw some flashes from him last year. And, you know, I'll be one of the biggest, I'll be one of Tua's biggest supporters, but I like my football team more than I like Tua. So if he's not going to get it done, I want them to get someone that will get it done. Mm-hmm. My Agreed. thinking, exactly. All right. What else you got there, Mike, for Hayden? Can't play favorites, right? You got to win. No, yeah. I mean, you, you know what? This is a question for both of you guys. In regard to Tannehill and Tua, right? Who do, you, who do you think is the better talent between the two of them? They're both so different, mm-hmm. which, is, which is what makes it hard to answer that question. Well, let me ask you this then. You know, would you prefer to have Tannehill quarterbacking this team right now with the team as is over Tua? Tannehill's a 10-year pro. I think we've seen his ceiling. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, I would rather see Tua. Right. Hayden, what are your thoughts? I think I'm with Mike. I'm with, the, I'm with Tua on this. But I will say I believe Tannehill does a better job as a backup on our team than our backups last year. Well, that, I'll yeah, say that. That's, yeah, absolutely. You're going down a whole other path. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the, no, um, I, I'd have yeah. to say Tua right now. I, I'd, I'd agree with you. I, I don't think, you know, me and Mike were very, very vocal in regard to Tannehill for years, you know, between the, I know Mike on the page and I mean, we just, you know, we had battles, you know, he was a guy that has all the physical attributes that you wish Tua had, right? I mean, he can run, you know, he's a big, tall guy, he's athletic, strong and, and, but yet, you know, when it exactly strong guy, never left the field, but when it came down to you know, winning football games for you, you know, he, he struggled. You know, he had these just horrific games. And listen, it, they had horrible offensive lines in front of him for a few years that he was, that he was with us. But um, there were times where he failed us as well. So, you know, it was kind of like, um, you know, uh, faults on both ends there. You know, the talent around him wasn't great. And um, at times he just... You know, he he just made you scratch your head when, you know, when he made some throws. He was always good for holding on to the football and turning the ball over, getting hit, and, you know, in, in a crucial situation. It always seemed to happen in the fourth quarter, right, Mike? I mean, you know. It, <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it was always a crunch time, and we're like, come on, man. You got to be smarter than that. So, you know, with all that being said, uh, you know, I think Tua, you know, definitely I would choose him over – you know, over at uh, Tannehill in regard to quarterbacking this team right now. Absolutely. So, well, that said, uh, Hayden, how do you first see our offense going? If, if you're happy with Tua and you think he's going to do the job, I, that would seem to indicate that everybody else is as well. How do you see it? Yeah, I mean, I, 
I expect to see a lot of the same things as we saw last year. I expect to see a high-powered offense. I, like, I expect to see a lot of points on the board. Uh, you know, the biggest thing is going to be, though, I I want to see Mike McDaniel make adjustments and take that next step as a head coach because we all saw what happened last year when defense is kind of keyed in and it wasn't a good result. And I think he's got to really take that next step as a second-year coach to build to not only recognize that he needs to make the adjustments, but to swallow his pride and change his game plan to have us be successful. I'd sure like to hear him in an honest conversation talking about why he refused to stay with the run and uh, why they were having such issues, you know, getting plays in on time. You know, what what was the holdup? What was the difficulty? That's what I'd like to know. I'd like to hear that from him. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's, that's a good point, Mike. I mean, the thing that bothered me more than anything was the fact that it was happening so late in the season. I mean, you know, we heard the excuse, and, you know, I mean, you could look at it from both ways. You know, we heard the excuses that, listen, you know, he's a first-year coach, so on and so forth. But when you've played 16, 17 games over the course of a season, and these – technical things are still an issue you know that that's a problem I mean that's just preparation as far as I'm concerned and that to me you know is the easiest thing that you can do as far as a coach and as far as getting your team on the same page you have a lot of time to prepare these days now when you go up against other teams and they're just more talented than you then I get it But as long as you go into a game and you're doing everything, that every situation that comes up and you're prepared for it, that's where the team should be, especially that late in the season. So, you know, I understood early in the year, but as it continued, I had a problem with that. And and that is a concern to me going forward. Let's hope they correct it. Yep. No, I I agree. I mean... I think a lot of that does have to do with him being a first-year head coach. And I do think, you know, even Vic Fangio, even though he's a defensive guy, I think having that, you know, that seasoned vet there on his side, I think that's going to help with a lot of the game preparations, um, you know. But, you know, we were very undisciplined, and that's one thing I miss about the Brian Flores error is that we were a very disciplined and sound football team. You know, half of the mistakes we were making last year, you know, boiling down from the coaches all the way down to the players, wouldn't even be in a conversation on a Brian Flores football team. Agreed. Absolutely. That was that was the whole other issue as well. Very undisciplined. And again, you know, that that comes from preparation. And um whatever it was, whatever the issue was, I don't know if it was too loosey goosey, you know, during during the practice week and they weren't focusing on what needed to be done come Sunday, but that has to be corrected because in both, in both areas, you know, it's a concern. And, you know, it's not so much the talent you have on the field. You know, you didn't see a ton of um, holding penalties like we have had in years past. It was more false starts and receivers not lining up properly and, you know, all that kind of nonsense. And that's got to be eliminated. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. So let's turn it to the defensive side, Hayden. How do you feel about the defense? Who who do you like? Who do you think is going to improve? Who's going to regress? Give me give me the scoop. 
I think uh, Jalen Phillips is going to make a very, very strong run for a defensive player of the year. Um, I think he's just a beast. And, you know, again, I, I expect big things out of our defense too. You know, Vic Fangio, you know, the rumor first came out that we were going to, you know, that we had signed Vic and, you know, but nothing. And then it came out, it wasn't official. And then we had to wait two weeks uh-huh. or whatever it was. And I was just sitting there and I was pulling my hair out because I was like, do I believe this? Like, is this really happening? Or is this just going to be another like Dolphins letdown? Like a rumor gets leaked and then all of a sudden he takes a head coaching job or goes to San Francisco. I'm like, I'm like, you know, that would just be our luck. But, you know, I expect big things out of the defense. I'm really looking forward to seeing the cornerback play. And, you know, Jalen, uh, Jalen Phillips, you know, it's, he's by far my favorite on that defense right now. Who do you see regressing? I don't want to say it because <laughs> I love him, but, and I don't think the contract will get in his head, but if there's anybody, I want to say maybe Wilkins could take a step back. I just, I don't want to say it, but it's the thought of the big contract going to get in his head. Yeah. You never know. Did he sign a contract yet? No. 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 Nope. I mean, right now, I mean, I personally, Aiden, I think he's going to play his ass off because, um, He's got he's got something to prove. He's he's got to be a Pro Bowl player this year for us. And I I think that his engine, I think he's the type of guy that just loves the game of football. It seems that way, you know, it as does. you watch him. It and does. I and I think that regardless of what takes place, you know, in regard to the contract, whatever the case may be, I think you're just going to see that type of energy from him. There's just certain guys that have that. What they do is, as you watch a football game, you see it come out of them. You know, some guys, you just look at them and you're like, does this guy care? Like X-Man gets a lot of shit over that, you know, mm-hmm. because it's like, you know, well, look at him. He, he doesn't even seem like he cares. He's just a different personality. You know, Wilkins is the complete opposite end of the spectrum, you know, when it comes to personalities. And I think that, you know, he just, that just overflows, you know, his enthusiasm for the game when you're watching him on TV, you know, or live or wherever. Well, Howard is more business-like, right? Yes, and, and, ex- absolutely. And, Different yeah. personality. Yeah. I just, you know, you don't know. I I hope that we're all right. I hope that he does, and I hope he comes out and plays his ass off. But you never know with these guys. I mean, just him thinking about where's my contract, where's my contract, I hope it doesn't get to him. You know, I, mm-hmm. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it doesn't. But I think they all understand it's a business, and yeah. you know, it's you can only say it so many times, you know. But you know, they've all got to earn their money. So you know, we're in a we're in a position where we've got a lot of people facing that situation. And hopefully, the team can sign most of them, or you know, uh, renegotiate who they need to. You know, if that right. option is there, and uh, do whatever they need to do to get this team, you know. <laughs> in the playoffs winning as as opposed to you know one and done like we've been three or four times in a row mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah they got to be smart i mean i'm going to throw a question at both of you guys right now too in regard to you know going forward and signing guys okay now you've got the team as a whole right um you know who do you guys see as the top the the, the three guys that are an absolute necessity going forward to be re-signed and being with this team over the next three, four, five years. Who do you who do you want and who do you think are the guys that in order for us to be a competitive football team going forward, that it's an absolute necessity that they are here? 
name them from the, 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 you know, the number three to number one. One of you guys go first. Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to say one of the two cornerbacks. I'm going to say, whether take your pick, whether it be Ramsey or X-Man. And then I'm going to go Jalen Phillips and then Christian Wilkins. Okay, Mike. So you're leaning defense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike, I think so. <laughs> Nothing wrong with any of those choices, by the way, but I think Waddle has to get in that list somewhere, right? Okay, so Waddle's your three, Mike? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think so. Okay, go ahead. Well, Phillips obviously is number one, and number two is Wilkins. So those are your three. Gotcha. So two is not not in the mix on either one of your guys' lists, which is, you know. No, and there's a reason for that. He's not playing at the level those guys are. Right, you know. The, the 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 importance there is is the quarterback situation. I'm not in disagreement with you. I was just you know it, it was interesting because usually in this situation, as you're talking about you know getting guys resigned, your quarterback's usually the first one that you're thinking. Of course, and we're we're going down different avenues, and and I'm in agreement with you guys. I mean, what well, I'm on the defensive side as well. You know, I think that. You know, you you definitely Wilkins and and Phillips are at the top of my list. They they would be one one A and one B. Yep. And you know, as far as young players go, Mike. I mean, you mentioned you know Waddle. I think that you know as good as he is, Mike, he has to be better. You know, and and the same goes for Holland. But if I had to pick, you know, one or the other between my number three. It'd be kind of a toss-up between those guys because I think that they both are potentially going to be absolutely phenomenal football players, but they both are coming off of, you know, and it, and it's really hard to say this, that Waddle, you know, is coming off a disappointing season when you looked at his numbers. But The only thing disappointing about his season to me were the six drops. The six drops, Mike, and a couple of fumbles in crucial Crucial situations. Yep. And Gets then, the Vikings. Yes. And then a disappearing act, um, you know, at times. But you know? the reason the reason he's in my list is because I think for us to benefit from Hill, we need Waddle. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Oh, absolutely. You know, Waddle, I think that, you know, if you want to balance out, you know, going forward, you know, you can't really put all your emphasis on the defensive side. You have to keep a guy like Waddle around. There's no question about it. Um you know, so, you know, I think, you know, hopefully that, you know, they, they resign all four of those guys because those are, the, those are a few, that's our future right there. Those and four where, guys, where does Robert Hunt fit in this discussion or does Yeah, he? exactly. I mean, you know, he's, he's right on the outside there, Mike, you know, on the outside of these other guys. Cause the other guys, I think Hunt's a really, really solid football player. I don't know if he's pro bowl caliber, whereas I think the other four guys have that potential. Yep. You know, I think Hunt's going to be a very solid football player. I just don't know if he's a Pro Bowl caliber player. I hope I'm wrong, but you know, I think the other four guys definitely have the ability and the talent to definitely be Pro Bowl players for the next few years. Yeah, you know, if I can say one thing about the quarterback too, it's sure. sure. You know, not putting Tua on that list doesn't mean that he hasn't showed us anything, or doesn't mean that he's not shouldn't be part of the future. But until you show me play similar to Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Pat Mahomes, you know, sorry, I don't, you're not going to be on my list. Right. I got you. Totally understand. I think we would agree with that, you know. (laughs) 
and, and it's nothing against Tua. I mean, he's doing all the right things. He's saying all the right things. All we need to see is him performing on the field on a consistent basis. Yep. So, exactly. and hopefully we will. I mean, there's every reason to think we will. I mean, he's one more year removed from the hip injury. Um, he's had time to rehab himself and make himself stronger, which we all know is important for him. And, uh, you know, we'll see if the jujitsu training helped him with falling. I mean, I'm a little skeptical on that one, but, but you know, maybe they know something I don't. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. I mean, I got to say, though, I mean, I, I know the last few years, everyone's always, we're always seeing the post, oh, you know, two is getting bulked up. He's getting bulked up. Uh-huh. Look how much bigger he is. But you guys see that picture that came out showing his legs? I mean, his legs are huge. Right. So <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we, uh, what we need is... We need we need his his brain to just to be you know, huge <laughs> to be huge right exactly I mean he, you know he's got to go out and he's got to make you know smart decisions and, um, and I can't under- tell you how much I agree with that Lewis uh, you know we, we we when we first started watching our team it was Bob Greasy a quarterback and Bob Greasy didn't have the physical skills that some of the other quarterbacks had back in that day but right. he won with his brain. Mm-hmm. And I think Tua has to do the same thing. He has to have a better understanding of where he can go with the football when things get frantic. Yeah, right. Exactly. And I know, I know you guys kind of you guys touched on it last week, and it's you know when you'd said it, I didn't really believe it, and then I kind of went back and watched a few games, and I was like, wow, he when stuff kind of collapses and his reads aren't there, like he really does get like a little Lusty. frazzled. Yeah, like. And I, I didn't really see it until you guys touched on it last week with Matt. And then I went back and I watched some games and I was like, wow, I'm like, that's, it's actually there. Yeah, it is. Um, it's not often, but it's often enough. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? It, it, well, yes. I mean, there's, there's times where it's not a necessity to, you know, go into panic mode. You know, you buy as much time as you possibly can. And I don't know if... You know, if it's a situation where he's trying not to get hurt because there's there's other plays where you scratch your head where it's like this guy is doing things to try to get hurt, right? I mean, you know, none of what he does makes an awful lot of sense at times. I mean, like running over linebackers? Trying to run <laughs> over linebackers, you know, just doing crazy things, you know. I mean, I got to be honest, I kind of like that. I just don't like it for him. No, not <laughs> Mike. If, he, if you're Josh Allen. Yep. And you're that size, I, I get it, you know, but, but you have to understand your limitations. And I know sometimes adrenaline takes over. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that, that does happen. There's no question sure about it, it. But you have to, it, you know, it, if you're a quarterback in the NFL, you have to take everything at that, like, Joe Montana pace, right? To where, you know, Joe, <laughs> Joe cool. cool. Joe Cool, that's it. Yep. You know, you just go out there and you just let the game come to you. And you don't like, you know, how many times do you see Mahomes scramble for 30, 40 yards and then he steps out of bounds? He's like, okay, guys, I got what I needed to get. Boom, I'm out of bounds. And I'm living to see another play, right? I mean, you know, that's what you want to see. You want to see a smart quarterback in every aspect, you know, whether you're running with the football or whether you're, you know, your, your um, pass uh, protection is breaking down, you know, and you're not going in the panic mode if, if you see Tyreek with three guys around him. You know, you, yeah. you've got to adjust to that. You have to. And falling down and taking a sack when that's exactly it's what you okay do. to do so. 
Yes, exactly. And not forcing ball. I mean, God, so many times last year. I mean, you can go back. We could watch games. I would say at least eight, eight, nine times he threw balls from positions that had or attempted to throw balls down the field. He had no business attempt. Listen, you got to just eat it at times. I mean, you, you, you know, that's it. You got another play. You got another quarter. You got another. You know, you got another drive, you know, a few minutes down the road. You cannot force balls in. He was throwing balls and he was, his body was just all over the place. Awkward. Awkward. And, you know, you're just, you're just asking for trouble by doing that. You know, don't put yourself in a vulnerable position like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mahomes contorts his body, Mike you know, in ways that no other quarterback's going to be able to do. And he's smart enough to where he gets rid of the football with a guy draped all over him. I mean, it's yeah. one thing when you're being pulled down and you're trying to throw a ball 20 yards down the field. You just exactly. can't do it. Yep. So, you know, it's just got to – we got to hope that, you know, he gets a little bit, um, you know, a little bit more sensible when it comes to making decisions on the football field. He has yeah. to. He's got to do it. Yep. Well, we'll see if that new uh, helmet camera that they installed on him for uh, practices makes a difference. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this stuff just cracks me up, you know, because it's like, you know, I watched some of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, you know, not have any of these things at their hands. Right. And they just went out and they performed. I mean, under more difficult circumstances. On the more, right, under defenses that, you know, just did whatever the hell they wanted to, to you, Hayden. So, I mean, you know, when I hear stuff like that, I do understand it. I, I, you know, I'm like an old school guy, and I think Mike is too. And, you know, when I hear that kind of stuff, it just makes me chuckle because it's like, listen, you know, go out there. The game of football really hasn't changed all that much. The dimensions are the same. You know, oh, I, I agree. You I know. mean, I, I see it and I'm just like, you know, whatever's going to help him succeed. But at the same time, it's like, if we have to strap a camera on this kid's helmet during practice to help him see what he's actually seeing when he makes bad mistakes or even makes good throws, like, is he really, is he really the, the long-term answer? Is he really the guy that's going to go out and win multiple playoff games and Super Bowls? Like, I don't know. Right. I, I mean, I like I said, I'm, I'm one of the biggest two supporters out there. I obviously hope that hope nothing for the best. But he's had a really just, tough it, beginning to his career. He has. Oh you know, yeah, he has. And you got you got to hope he has the you know uh, drive within him to overcome all that. And mm-hmm. uh, I think he does. I mean, I really do. My my fear is he gets a concussion and retires. That yeah, you know, that that could be a thing too. I but, mean, has uh, he had? Is this the first time he's actually had the same offense, same offensive coaches for two years in a row? As far as I know, yes. Because the first so. year, because the first year, who was our uh, coordinator with Florida? Was it Chad O'Shea? I'm not sure. I know they brought in in, in year two. They brought in the um, the older Chan fellow. Gailey. Chan Gailey. My God, I, I couldn't remember his name for the life of me. But yeah, so I, I believe it is. Um, Hayden, but, um, you know, that, that'll be a benefit hopefully. Right. You know, you would think so, you know, I mean, again, you know, I think that all of these factors, you know, just go out there and play, you know, know, it is his second year in the offense and that, 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 you know, you expect him to, to improve a level because of that. You do, you do. My, my, 
and you know, I don't want to be a skeptic. I, I honestly don't, but you know, I'm a realist at the same point. And you know, what I saw with Tua and the offense in general was a, di- a digression instead of at the end of the season. They, they were very good in, near the middle of the season, and then they took a shit, you know, basically, you know, to be blunt, you know, late in the year. The offense was not very good late. They just weren't. And um, it was for a long stretch. I mean, down the stretch, we were, what, one and five? And I mean, the Jet game was just a, a horrible offensive game as well. So, you know, with all that being said, you know, you want to see the coaching staff and you want to see Tua – you know, going forward over the course of a season, not going backwards. And I think the end of the season there, you know, put a lot of doubt in my mind, you know, in regard to, you know, what's going to take place this year, you know, because I felt the offensive line did an adequate job. They weren't great, but they did an adequate job. Whereas in years past, they were just absolutely horrendous. Last year, they they were at least, you know, workable. They were 21st, 22nd, depending on who you listen yes, to. Yes, grade-wise, Mike. But, you know, as you watch them, you know, with the naked eye during a football game, it was night and day better, even the running game. I mean, God, my God, what did we average two years ago? Like 2.9 a carry across yeah, the line. Bad. I mean, it was horrible. It was horrible. So, you know, all of these things, you know, all of these factors that we talk about, and you know the 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 coaching staff coming back for a second season and and all this other stuff you know inevitably you know it's up to the coaching staff and then it's up to you know to uh, to run the offense and you know to be consistent with it you know the inconsistencies last year were very frustrating you know as you watch them as a team you know you, you want to see more out of them you know they left you something with a lot to be desired down the stretch so let's just hope they come out and you know they're 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 on fire you know they're they're shooting on all you know how many pistons you want to throw out there right well, yep. we'll start the season they're going to have to be cuz uh, the schedule yes. demands it yep absolutely so Aiden, do they win a playoff game this year that's the the big question, isn't it? I think uh, I think if we get I think if we get a healthy Tua all year, I'm gonna go bold and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 12, 13 games, possibly the division. I think if we get a home game, if we win the division, and get a home game, I think we get a playoff win. Going on the road, I don't know, but anything can happen. I obviously <laughs> I feel a lot more comfortable playing that first playoff game in at Hard Rock, but um, well, put it this way. I just, I want to be there. I want to experience a playoff game, you know, mm-hmm. Se- yeah, season, season ticket holder for six years now and have yet to experience a playoff game. You know, I've been to the hard, been to hard rock when it's been pretty, pretty, you know, packed and it gets loud in there. I want to see the hard rock packed with dolphins fans and have that place be absolutely rocking. Never experienced it. Want to experience it. Well, Lewis and I can tell you it's worth experiencing. It is it is fun. There's no doubt about that. It is it is a a world of fun. There's nothing you, like it, you know. Yeah, when you it's know it's when I go home, it's it's yes. you know, every every play, you know, you're you're invested in. It's mm-hmm. doing especially if the team is you know, is good. You know, even the year that, that we went, Mike, to the playoff game when Pennington was the quarterback, yep. and we were going against a really good Raven team. I mean, that team had Ray Lewis and Ed uh-huh. Reed, and their defense was rock solid, and their offense was 
you know, pretty good as pretty well. Good. Right. Um, you know, when you went into that game, I mean, they took the wind out of us pretty early, but I mean, that place was rocking early on and, um, there's nothing like it. You know, it's a playoff atmosphere. You know, they talk about it on TV. That's the first thing they say. It's a playoff atmosphere here and, you know, wherever. Yeah, what, and, what does um, that mean? You know, snowflakes, yeah. what does it mean? <laughs> it, it means that, you know, the crowd is just like jacked up. I mean, you know, you walk into the stadium in a playoff game and it's on. You know, I mean, it's, you know, it, it, it's, it's a great experience. We got to experience a ton of them all through the 80s and uh, mike had some 70s did you go to the games in the 70s mike we actually did but not not consistently no i don't think i saw a playoff game in the 70s i'd have to look and see but i don't think so yeah i think i was at i was at dick anderson's four interception game in 73. okay yeah yeah that was a night game right yep yeah the um but there's nothing like it hayden and hopefully you get to experience that this year or you know hopefully sometime soon i mean my goodness yep you know it's i mean way, it's been way too long yeah you know I, I i tell my wife every year i'm like it's like i swear to god it's like every september i'm like just know for some miracle of a reason the dolphins get to the super bowl just know i'm borrowing money against my 401k and i will be there <laughs> <laughs> all right i like it <laughs> Well, uh, I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, when uh, Marino had his season, which was the 84 season, you know, we ended up playing San Francisco uh, for the Super Bowl. So we had uh, season tickets, and you, at that time, had to basically put your name in a hat, and you were lucky if you got tickets. Or I should say you were lucky if you had the opportunity to buy tickets. And uh, we had won the tickets and were able to purchase them. And uh, as a side, as a side to this, a um, few days before the game, one of the radio stations was having a contest, and uh, whoever, whoever could do the grossest thing won a pair of tickets. <laughs> so I, I brought my son to this event so he could see what people were willing to do for tickets, <laughs> and uh, that was that was fun. I mean, I'm not going to go into the details, but that was fun. <laughs> and uh, well, why don't you go into a couple of the details, Mike? Yeah, I want to hear this. I haven't heard this, right? You haven't heard it, huh? No, I haven't. I, well, haven't, I, I thought I would have told you. But, no, uh, you have not. You have held back. Uh, no, one guy like. sticking an oyster up his nose and pulling it out of his mouth and oh, just okay. all kinds of crazy shit. Guys on you. all fours eating dog food out of a bowl. Well, know, who I, won, Mike? You know, I don't remember who won. <laughs> I honestly don't. It, 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 believe me, it was all on the same level of gross. You're right, I got you. You were <laughs> so, probably somewhere throwing up, right, before the end of it. No, I, I was I laughing at people. You know, yeah. to me, I found it amusing. You know, it was it was quite a good time actually. Uh-huh. But uh, there's some strange people out there. Yeah. So you. anyway, uh, I, I told my wife, you know, we got to go, and because I had bought tickets and a hotel and all that, and she didn't know it yet. And I said, we got to go. I says, you know, uh, I don't know when they're getting back. Mm-hmm. And that was my reason for buying the tickets yep. because I wanted to see them in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So we we went out there and we actually had a great time up until the football game. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. First quarter was okay, Mike. Yeah, it wasn't anything special. I mean, we drove down. We scored. <laughs> we scored first. Yeah, yeah, we scored first. I mean, the first quarter wasn't horrible. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do? And we haven't been back since. We I haven't mean, been so back thank since. Goodness Lord, you Lord knows if they'll ever get back, you know. Yep. So I'm, I'm glad yep. I got to go and got to experience it and uh, got to walk around San Francisco. That was pretty cool. And it was fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now that, uh, Mike, I'm going to 
I'm going to tell that story to my wife when I get off the podcast. And there you go. She, she's probably not going to be the biggest fan of you because I'm going to say that I go, if they go, I don't know when they're going to be back. So exactly. I got to go. <laughs> you got to exactly. go. You got to yeah. do it. I Although mean, now- I'll tell you what, at the prices today, I think you can make a reverse argument. You know, back then it yes. was really more reasonable. I mean, it- I, I paid $200 a ticket. It was nothing, you know. Right. It, and, it, you know, it sounds, I mean, it doesn't sound like a lot, but that was a lot. Back in the 80s, right. nothing compared to you right. know, the prices now. It's just stupid right. at this point. It, it's just ridiculous. I mean, it's, you know, it, 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 they've gone way, way overboard in regard to any of that. Even the championship games and stuff. I mean, we were able to, how many championship games did we see? We saw the Jets. We saw, we saw two. The, yeah. Well, no, maybe three, Mike, because I think they lost to Buffalo here in a championship right, game. Right, right. If we're talking games they lost, yes, we also saw New England here where they lost. Yes, so we actually saw four. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And that they, there's nothing like that either. You know, Super Bowl bound. You know, if you win, Hayden. I mean, let's just hope we get to that point. That I mean, day God, we beat the crap out of the Jets yeah. in the championship game was one of the all-time best moments we've had. Agreed. In the rain. It was just awesome. It, you know, it's it's like when you watch these Packer games and it's snowing and you watch the Buffalo games and it's snowing and they're winning a playoff game. It was comparable to that, you know? And I mean, we haven't had anything like that since 1982. It's ridiculous. Yep. yep. It's crazy. Well, maybe this is the year. I mean, that's 40 years. Right? So 40? <laughs> yep. Over 40 years. Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on, man. Let's go. <laughs> Damn it. Friggin' team, get your shit together. Let's do it. All right. Mm-hmm. That Sorry was so long ago. We watched that Super Bowl in my uh, uh, mother-in-law's garage. Do you remember? Yeah. You had hair. Yeah. So did you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. All right, guys. Uh, Hayden, thanks for joining us today. It's fun having you. No, I appreciate you guys having me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, thanks for you. listening, everybody. Lewis, thanks for joining me. And uh, until next week, guys, fins up. Yep, go Dolphins. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is proud to be part of the DolphinStock.com network. Check out their site. There's all kinds of articles and podcasts which you'll enjoy. Until next time, be well and take care. Sports Social Podcast Network.